Welcome back to the Canacross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canacross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canacross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're going over more great listener questions. You're new to Canacross and loving it, right? You've thought about equipment and teaching commands, but have you thought about the importance of choosing the right trails for your runs? Keep listening to find out more. Hey trail runners, welcome back to the Canacross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canacross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canacross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. Choosing the right trail can be the difference in having a successful canicross session or it turning into a stressful situation for both you and your dog. Since we focus on the canicross beginner in this podcast, we'll discuss the trail features that are best for the beginner. The first thing to consider is trail surface. While it may be more convenient to run down the road through your neighborhood, you want to try and avoid this as much as possible. Running on hard surfaces, such as pavement, can be tough on cartilage and ligaments, eventually causing damage to joints creating pain from inflammation and stiffness. This applies to your dog as well as you, the human. You want to start on a soft, natural trail. Grass is a great option. This will be kinder to your dog's joints, feel good, and even encourage them to dig in and pull into the harness more. Softer surfaces will help your dog to build up strength in a safe way. Think about how busy the trail is too. Is it packed with people on the weekends? Then try and go during the week. Is it still distracting to your dog during the week because they can smell all the dogs that were there over the weekend? Then this may not be the best place to start out. You're working on training your dog to focus. Focus on the trail in front of them. Focus on the commands you're giving them. Focus on learning to pull. That's a lot of mental work for your dog already. But if you add in a million different smells from previous dogs marking and then the occasional squirrel or bunny that they may smell, that's not setting yourself up for a successful training session which leads me to trail width. Again, you're training your dog to focus. They're going to be more successful on a narrow defined single track trail versus a wide open path like a field. Less distractions. This will help them to focus on the trail, to run on their own without having to chase something, and to run with you and not just for you. Choosing a trail with natural water options is something to think about. If the weather ends up being warmer than expected, you'll have somewhere to go for your dog to cool down. Also remember to start off with short trail distances. You want to end your training before your dog is too tired or bored. Ending on a positive note should always be the end goal. Otherwise, your dog may end up associating the cane across equipment and trail runs as a negative experience. Once you feel you and your dog are doing well in the beginning trail environment, you can start to vary the terrain. Some other soft surface options are sand, dirt, and soft forest floor. Then you can add in more difficult features like hills and undulating trails. The variety in surface and elevation will help keep you and your dog interested and focused in your training efforts, but only advance as you feel your dog is ready. If once you do advance and your dog is having trouble with the previous training, such as focusing on the commands you're giving, go back to the beginner environment and keep working there. Always keep it positive and fun. So that's it for today's show. Don't forget to join our Facebook community at bit.ly forward slash learncanacross and submit your questions for the show. You can also leave me a voice message with your question at speakpipe.com forward slash canacrossmadesimple and with your permission, we'll post your question on the show. 
If you're liking the show, please subscribe and leave us a review so we can spread the word about this great sport. So get those tails on the trails, and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.